You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. And we have a special guest tonight joining us. Welcome aboard. Hey, it's uh, Tim Walker, Navy on Flyer. There you go. From North Carolina. Sorry. I... There you go. Not a problem. So Tim <laughs> joined us from North Carolina. And uh, Tim was uh, part of the the uh, podcast, I think, at the end of last year, right, for the uh, Secret Santa. Yes. Yeah, we talked about uh, the crash cast and uh, Angle of Attack, which is the podcast that I, I've been a part of in well, recent welcome memory. Back. Welcome well, back. Yeah. I, did, I didn't I didn't offend you enough last time, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah, keep trying. Keep trying. Yeah. Huh? It'll work yeah. out. So we've tried really hard to kind of, you know, redo our thinking process. And, and so it's good to have you on board because we've been uh, on our on our social media group. We've been kind of busted in the chops a little bit for saying escape versus uh, electronic speed controller. So we're all trying to make an effort to, to do that. So it's good to have someone, you know, from outside of our three, three little guys that can keep us on track. So <laughs> if tonight, if we say escape, you can just go, what, you know, anyway, uh, we enjoy when we hear our listeners give us uh, a rash. It's, it's fun to hear that interaction. So we appreciate that. Uh, well, a, little, a little bit of a topical uh, cream and that'll clear right up. There you go. I'm sure it will. <laughs> While we are talking about, though, uh, or we're talking about that, I will say, uh, if I haven't said it before, I'm going to reiterate uh, it, but uh, we have been accepted and are now on iHeartRadio. So our podcast is basically under the hobby section on iHeartRadio. If you have an iPhone or uh, you know any other type of phone that can download the iHeartRadio app, uh, if you go to podcast, type us in Park Flyer Podcast, um, it will come up and you can subscribe to us. And uh, we are really excited because uh, evidently they're a little on the um, picky side about who they let on. Uh, and Ooh. so we were, we were able to accept. Uh, they were accepted us. So uh, I applied and, and I heard something a couple of weeks later that said, yep, you've been accepted. You've got enough. Uh, I, I guess we got enough uh, episodes and good enough content that they uh, they have us here. So we're excited. So they actually that. listen to the show. I, oh, I don't know if that's saying that. <laughs> Some Does that matter? I, I didn't realize that mattered. I don't. I don't know if it matters or not. But uh, I'm still excited. So yeah, uh, if you uh, listen to IR Radio, we are there, uh, and we are still on Spotify and uh, a bunch of different other type of uh, podcast software. I don't know what you call that. They're, they're upload when you listen to it. So we're still on iTunes, and we're going strong there. So we really appreciate your support. Uh, the other thing is, is that our website, our new website is up and we do have a donate button. I think uh, Tim talked about that uh, with us last time. And so if you uh, would like to donate and help us run the podcast, then you're welcome to do that, too. You just click the button and, and donate whatever amount necessary. Let, let me step in as a as a previous podcaster and somebody who understands what you guys are going through. For everybody out there that's listening, these guys do spend money out of their own pockets to to do this. It just it's part of doing the show. Uh, right. You end up buying stuff. You end up you know trying something out just so that we can talk about something on the show next week, kind of thing. I know once once I stop doing the podcast, I stop spending as much money on the hobby. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, if you, can, if you can help them out, you know, buy them a cup of coffee on the way to the field or anything, they Absolutely. it's greatly appreciated. So thank you that, very much. Yeah, we do appreciate that uh, if you're willing to. Uh, having said that, we uh, also, I think in the future, we're uh, talking, I think Mike had, uh, had mentioned earlier uh, in a meeting that we had had about some of the production stuff that uh, I think we're going to bring up a telephone number that you can call into the show as well. So we're going to give that a try, I think, uh, in the future, and uh, we'll, we'll keep you up to speed on, on as that rolls out. But um, this COVID-19 thing to kind of go away. So uh, is everybody still doing okay? I don't hear any coughs, wheezes, or any, uh, you know, ventilators going in the background. So that's probably good news. And everybody looks healthy because I can still see everybody. Uh, they don't look I, I haven't given it to Jay yet, so that's good. <laughs> that's right. I'm still hermetically sealed in my house, so yeah, you know. in the bunker. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, we uh, I, I was telling my wife earlier about us being on, you know, iHeartRadio. And so she's like, oh, really? Well, what, you know, what is that? And so I kind of showed her on her iPhone and I pulled it up. And the episode came up from last time where it was, says Corona and me or whatever. She goes, oh, did you change your name to Corona? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, it says uh, Mike, Corona, and me. So either you're Corona or Jay's Corona. Somebody's Corona. I'm like, ah, I don't know who that is. So she started listening to it. I could hear her in the other room. I kid you not, I could hear her laughing at your little words hermetically sealed in our bunker. And we're, <laughs> we're doing that thing. She was cackling like a schoolgirl. I thought it was pretty funny. So it's good to know that someone who's not really affiliated with the hobby still finds humor in our intro. So we're good with that. So if you find humor and it gives a thumbs up, we appreciate that too. <laughs> My mom used to listen to our show. So I had, I had to keep the guys in check Yes, in case they, they started down going down the rabbit roads, hole. Uh, topics that right. needed not to be discussed when my mom is listening so there you go yeah my mom and dad listen as well so i don't know if they know what they're listening to but they're like oh we heard you i'm like okay yep. good so uh you uh how's it going in north carolina you guys are pretty much working for the house or how's this covid19 affecting you well transportation industry is a essential function i i work for an aircraft manufacturer and going into work every day uh I, I could work from home, but <laughs> my wife is home and my son are, is home as well. Uh, so it makes it a little tough for all three of us to be here at the same time. Uh, sure. But most of like my entire team, with the exception of my manager and me, are working from uh, they're working from home. So far, so good. Actually, it's it's shown some, I guess, sort of weak spots in our our communication skills and those have been shored up and so that's good at the same time it would be nice to be able to see people's faces and some of the some of my my guys are a little more social than others <laughs> and they keep asking right. hey when can we come back right exactly. so, so how's that working i mean do, do you guys like yell down the hall at each other hey yeah <laughs> uh, um, bring me a paper clip leave it in the hallway okay yeah. He, he has a spit guard that he has to wear, you know. Big, uh, <laughs> you're walking around right? with a little piece of plastic in front of your face as you're walking around yeah. the office. He walks around with a big piece of plexiglass. Hey, boys. <laughs> they did They did actually put up, uh, like, cardboard dividers between our cubicles to make them taller. Oh, uh, there you go. So. Are you serious? Uh, no, I, I'm dead serious. That's, uh, you know, but. Well, okay, so, okay, so ex explain how your cubicles go, because you have some that are, they're like little you know, half, half dividers between the cubicles or little yeah. quarter ones, or there's you know, other ones that are eight foot high. I mean, are they right. no, the, four feet the ones higher that, than that to the ceiling or what are the they ones doing? that we have are pretty low. They're the lowest that I've ever, I've ever been around. Like my previous job, ours were about five feet tall, but these are under four feet tall. They're just, just above the desk, like maybe a foot above the desk height. So oh, wow. uh, I can say what you don't know is that uh, his co-worker's name is Sneezy. So, so <laughs> this is, this is... <laughs> Sneezy. Did, did you notice, Tim, that yours is the only only cubicle with with the, the cardboard around it? Or did everybody... Yeah, they, they like, did hey, mention something about hermetically sealing me into the cube. I, that's all right. I'm calling you from there now. There you go. It's all wrapped in cellophane. Ooh, that's yeah. Fun. yeah i think someone should come out wrapped in saran wrap i think that'd be good yeah, that, would be, that would be pretty funny so yeah well uh so you were uh, mentioning something earlier that uh you kind of got sequestered in there and yeah. you had to go to the store for your wife right and... yep no I, it was her birthday last friday um and uh so you know normally i'd take her out for a nice dinner you know my my son and me would take her somewhere nice and uh but you know i had to i had to you know do the cooking for uh, sure. uh, on on her birthday. So I went over to the store and got some some nice uh, New York strip steaks, some USDA prime New yeah. York strips, and did some did some potatoes up and and everything for her. So uh, it turned out to be a pretty decent one. I even made check this out. I made a cake from scratch. It's the oh. first time I've ever done this. Oh no! Wow! <laughs> and, uh, turned out pretty good it was uh it was uh um it was a recipe that i found from 1919 i think it was it 
it, it's just it you know it was essentially just a, a straight up kind of butter cake um right. but it was it was good and it turned out well and it tasted good so uh um, we yeah, like butter she didn't look at you and say, this is the best kind of German chocolate cake I've ever made. You're like, a uh, butter cake, but thanks. <laughs> Actually, she's a connoisseur of German chocolate cake, so uh, uh, she would know. Didn't know the difference, right? Oh, yeah. My wife's birthday was two weeks ago, and uh, yeah. I just took her to Popeye's chicken. So we got takeout. We came back to the house. And that was, yeah. He really went overboard for his wife. I did. Well, but say, here's the thing with that. My wife is a nurse, and oh. once you've taken microbiology – yeah, you end up being a germaphobe. That's why I didn't go into any healthcare uh, professions. Right. She's not particularly interested in eating anything from anywhere other than something cooked at home right now. We, right. we have had pizza once, uh, and I think we had one other meal, and the rest of them we have all cooked at home, which is a, a big difference to us because we have a tendency to eat out more. So Yeah. No, we do too. As a matter of fact, I saw something uh, my wife passed along to me that she had some Instagram account or whatever she was on. It said, uh, during COVID-19, you need to go change, uh, go try on your jeans at least once a week because pajamas are going to make you feel like everything's okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of it, you're not going to be able to wear anything because nothing's going to fit. So I, yeah. I know that is. Uh, I try to fill my days with, uh, you know, doing other stuff other than just making trips to the refrigerator going, hmm, what should I eat? What should I eat? You know, what should I eat? <laughs> yeah, I've seen the meme, uh, you know, my refrigerator just said to me, what the heck do you want now? <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. Well, uh, since we're all kind of sequestered here, have you been uh, able to build anything? Or, I mean, you've kind of, you know, we haven't talked to you in a while. So did you have a I actually got out and flew. Uh, last weekend very nice i've been at the field pretty much every day so i know how that is <laughs> well you know it's okay. it's one of those things i had not flown since hafey in october oh, wow. uh, just things conspired against me my flying field is an hour drive away Ooh, so okay. it's it's a commitment to go flying and i really don't have a decent place to fly locally with the stuff i have right now although i want I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute too because yeah, it, it just, you know, when you're talking about two hours of driving and, and a few hours at the field. Now, the fun thing is at my field, we can also shoot. So we got to do a little shooting uh, and a little, little flying. Um, shooting and but, flying? Wow. Now I'm already starting to like that club already. Oh, yeah. Hey, that kind of reminds me of the paintball stuff that we did. Paintball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys can move to North Carolina. Then when we get mad, we can shoot plan. down our it's own plan. That's right. We could be Frank. Oh, tell them about Frank. Oh, my gosh. I sent these guys. Um, uh, I I don't know why I hang out with these guys. I, I love these guys that I hang out with. But, uh, you know, a couple of my buddies sent me this, uh, this YouTube video of a guy who basically, uh, his name is Frank, but he's got a little, a couple of YouTube things. And anyway, he uh, had picked up the Motion RC uh, A10. Not the big one, the 80 the millimeter, but the little, the smaller one, the 64. 60, uh, 64 or whatever it was. If you haven't seen the video, I'll try to send it to you, Tim. But uh, if you haven't seen it, it, the guy basically is starts out like this nice, you know, birds in the background. He's like, oh, I got my new A10. And as he starts putting the battery in, it just starts going downhill. I mean, like to the <laughs> point where when Jay, I sent it to Jay and Jay said he just clicked on it and about, you know, 30 seconds into it, all he could hear was uh, F-bombs being dropped. And he's like, what did those guys beep, send beep, me? And <laughs> stupid bat, beep, beep, beep. And get in there, you beep, 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 you battery in. Oh, yeah. And I was, and I was busy. I was, I was busy doing something else and I had a plane. I go, what, what did Mike send me? So I said, ah, I'll, I'll check it out later. And then I checked it out later and I was like, that guy has a problem. <laughs> he has a slight, oh a slight I, anger problem. And the sad part about it is, is that I was laughing so hard, <laughs> my head was hurting, and it, and it really was, and and it was one of those things where it starts off and you're just like, oh my gosh, this guy's got a problem, you know, and then all of a sudden he does something and then says something and then it's just it's kind of just this snowball, <laughs> but he took off and obviously this thing was not in trim. He needed the pre-flight. Yeah, I was going to say you got to you, you got to tell him like he what's, didn't what's one of the first was. things you do. Yeah, what's the first thing you do? You check your plane out, make sure the controls are going right, make sure the CG is nope, good. This guy didn't do it. He just threw the, he just crammed that battery in there, put the top on, and, and it's supposed to have a strap on it. Well, this, well, he didn't, he didn't put the strap on oh, He just crammed it in there, stuck, all right, and then got down on the ground, just took off immediately. And then, oh, yeah. 
And then it just, like it Mike just, was saying, it, it was just went downhill since then. I mean, the guy, oh, I, but what, what struck me so funny is that, you know, I've been flying all week and I've been flying with these guys and we've been doing pretty good. But in this particular video, he takes off. And as soon as he gets airborne and turns it, he goes, I don't got it. I don't got it. <laughs> no. and, and then the rest of the video, he's, he's screaming about, I don't got it. And the air- plate is just going crazy you can see he's got to be slamming the sticks around anyway long story short he winds up crashing the airplane and so they walk over to the airplane and i'm dying already because i'm just i'm laughing at this whole i don't got it i don't got it thing and they finally you know a battery runs out or whatever and he crashes it and the airplane and jay will back me up but the airplane just fell upside down i mean it it hit the grass it didn't yeah, park off a, pi- a pylon or something something easy to yeah, fix it was, it it was upside fix. down and i think the little pylon broke off and and that was it it may be i think it it may have crunched like the rudder you know because it's got a twin yeah, boom right, maybe right. the gear popped out but i mean it was he, nothing major yeah he looks at that as and as a string of obscenities come out of his mouth Piece he literally jumps on the right. air, in the air, and lands on his airplane and proceeds to stop. Stops it to a little. Stop this airplane into the ground. Well, to make it even funnier is that the comment earlier when he crashed it was, that airplane's terrible. I'm going to send it back. And then he stomps it to death. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, it's a pretty funny video. I'll try to send it to you. But uh, as long as your ears can handle the obscenities, holy crap, I think my ears melted. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That guy was just letting them roll out. And we try to keep a family friendly show. Yeah. Plus, the guy also, he's like from New Jersey be... or New York, and he's oh, got yeah. a New Jersey, yeah. New York accent the way he's talking on top of it. So it's, that just adds it's... to the, the flavor of the humor. In fact, it's so, it's, it seems so over the top. I, I'm almost like it's like a, a persona. Like I was making the persona up yeah. of this guy, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I, was, I looked at it and I go, is this guy for real? Because if he is, I could imagine like if he drives a school bus. Get in the get in the bus, you stupid kids! You know, you know. I was thinking like uh, yeah. this guy Frank as a police officer, Frank as the guy oh, you yeah. know, as the co-pilot working for for Mister Moan over there while he's flying yeah. his jet. You know, I don't got it. I don't got it, oh, sir. We're on the glide. We're just a little bit off the glide slope. Oh, I, oh my gosh! It's so he's a flight attendant, actually. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I was just thinking all these like memes in my head of this guy. In his yeah. everyday life, if you saw him walking down the street, you kind of, you know, actually, you think of the guy, the crazy guy. He's a flight attendant, actually. This guy, Frank. So, <laughs> Frank in the grocery store. Just, yep, Frank well, in the grocery store. Right. Yeah. yeah, he could do a whole YouTube uh, series just on him, you know. But anyway, they wound up sending me one or two videos. I didn't share the others <laughs> with, the, with the other guys. But he bought, like, two or three airplanes at once and then crashed all of them. So, yeah, and they were all, like, Motion RC. He got the bigger yeah. version of the uh, A-10, the, you know, the 80-millimeter version. Same. Uh, Very yeah, similar yeah, thing. Okay, you didn't really say the best part of him flying though when he did. That What's is, that? it was nighttime. Oh, the, yeah. the moon was out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, the moon was out, but it wasn't like dark, dark. It was just it, dark. no. It but did, it, was it didn't help. Dust. Remember, because I, mean, I don't have, orient- he went, I didn't have orientation. Which way is it going? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Perfect time to made in, a, in airplane. Oh, oh yeah. perfect yeah. time. Right I mean, right as the sun went down. How did he even know he didn't have it? I mean, that's that was my you know. I I have maidened quadcopters at two in the morning. Come on, no, there uh, you go. Well, yeah, amazing. but uh, you know, it, it, we'll have to send the video to you so you could see this guy because you go, wow, he was setting himself yeah. up from failure from the moment oh, he put yeah. that plane on the ground. Yep. I mean, on a quad, you can at least see the RC receiver light, right? True. And usually, you don't you don't go full throttle and just let it zoom zoom up out of sight. If you know no. what I mean, and they go, "Oh, where where'd he go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me now. Let me put my goggles on." <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually, a little bit of a test hover is what you're doing because you just got finished soldering everything right, and programming right. the the uh, controller. Those so I that's perfectly understandable. But this guy, quite literally, he flew full. It was either full power or it was off. He he didn't realize it. You know that stick can go in the middle or throttle you know. goes on a switch. No, no, no. Oh, this, no. It, it could have been full throttle been. or no throttle, one of the two. It was either it one of the work. two. So it was so funny. He's like, at one point he was trying to trim the plane out, and then he goes, "I don't have it." Oh my gosh, I, I'm you know whatever, and he cut the throttle. Finally, he he stopped going full full speed. Oh, he cuts yeah. the throttle, and the plane settles out and just starts gliding perfectly. And I'm like, land the plane. Just let the plane settle oh, to yeah. the ground and land. And then he put full power to it, and then he's like, well, "I don't have it." It's just hilarious. The whole thing. You're just like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this guy's okay. But anyway, it just one of those things. Funny. Don't be a Frank. 
That's all I can say. Don't you know? be a Frank. I like that. We're going to use that from now on, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you better pick up a different hobby. I, I, I don't know what that hobby would be because this guy seems like he gets angry at a lot of things. So, I wonder if he's a mean drunk. He could take up drinking as a hobby, I guess. <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, you would, no yeah, no. you would never know. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> yeah, you'd never know. That's true. You'd never know. Oh, oh my man. gosh, that's too funny. Nope. Well, having brought him up, though, I mean, uh, so tell us about your flying episode. What, what did you do when you went out flying? Well, I have a ZOHD or ZO. How did you? Yeah, ZO, ZOHD. ZOHD uh, Nano Talon, which I I absolutely love flying. Uh, it, I've got it set up with uh, FPV, and it's just a great flying airplane. It's a lot of fun, and so that's my go-to whenever I fly. I also I did take my um, what is it, Micro Sky Hunter, with me. Uh, I never did yeah, get it. I, got, I never did I got fly right it. There. I flew the I flew the, the Nano Talon the whole time, and then this is one of those things where I kind of won a UMX Timber at Hafey last year. Oh, nice! Yeah, which is a really cool airplane, but it cost me a lot of money. <laughs> How's that? I don't have and don't I you if you go back and listen to me on the crash cast and stuff, I am not a fan of Spectrum. I I love the plug and play stuff, um or the bind and fly stuff, but I am not a Spectrum fan. Um and it's just that's ever since the accident, tell us Tim what happened. No no no. I I, I've never owned (laughs) I have literally never owned a Spectrum. Uh I thought I thought that I had an issue with with the company, um, and I'm just going to leave it at that. And I, I don't don't punish Horizon Hobby anymore over this. All right. I've t- I've well, I'm glad you're over it, it as we can. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's here. just one of those things. I bought <laughs> I bought uh, uh, Tyrannus um, radio several years ago and haven't looked back. I really I like the I like the radio. The receivers are cheap. Blah blah. Finally, blah. we evened so. up the score here. Whew. Yeah, because I can't stand Tyrannus, so no offense. Uh, well, <laughs> and I can understand that. But so anyway, um, I have a DM9 module for my Tyrannus radio, but I really don't like the way it runs. Uh, you know, the bind and fly stuff. So I ended up. <laughs> this is a convoluted story. <laughs> Sounds like I, it. I went to. I had a business trip that I went to went on just before everything went on lockdown. It was it was the end of February, um, and I was flying uh, Delta Airlines. They needed a seat on the flight that I was on. I didn't have to be there till the next day, so they're like, "We'll get you there on the next flight," and they offered me four hundred bucks. I said, Ching. "Okay, I'll take yeah, it." Normal, yeah, I'll hey. take it. Normally, I was like, you know, I thought it was going to be $400, you know, to fly on Delta, which, you know, okay, great. But uh, it turned out you could choose a bunch of different things. And one of them was just straight up American Express gift card for 400 bucks. So I went out and bought a DX6. So, (laughs) so, yeah, support my local hobby shop in this rough time, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so, yeah, the... uh, the 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 quote unquote free airplane cost two hundred twenty nine dollars for for a new radio. Oops! But now I have a DX six with which I can fly all of my any any of the bind and fly stuff, um, which I've got a Whippet and a UMX uh, Radian. So I like those airplanes. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah. Well, I I will not be flying it, or I won't be buying any other type thing the umx stuff is about where i'm at with the with the bind yeah, and fly sure. stuff but yeah you know, I, I never say never so yeah i it always comes I back be to talked into something else too <laughs> that's funny but uh, so anyway the the umx timmer is a great flying airplane uh it's i'm a little sketchy on the whole uh what is that as3x stuff right they that, put that in all the umx stuff now. yeah they put it yeah in which Okay, so flight stabilization is cool, but getting it to um, getting it to to set up properly when it's a little bit windy outside is a little tough because the airplane was rocking around and I couldn't get it to to stabilize properly to get it <laughs> to to fly at once. So anyway, that was uh, that was the you know 
my my deal with that but uh we had you know we had a good time it was it was sunny and 75 degrees outside and it was just an absolutely gorgeous day in north carolina so had yeah. had a lot of fun with it and um so i'm looking forward to getting out a little bit more now uh hopefully with the weather getting better and, and whatnot yeah that's right spring is right around the corner so uh yeah. you know the weather should be getting better out there yeah well we've been it's been, it's yeah, been good I, here we've, we've got the lawn a few times now so it's it's definitely spring here but uh sure well, I, I've literally been out, you know, pretty much almost every day because the weather here is fabulous. It's fantastic, and you know, it's just it's just at that time of the year where it's um, you know nice and cool, but the sun's out, so you're not really cold, but you're not really like smoking hot. Yep. And uh, you know, your batteries, uh, you know, they react really well. So, but uh, I I did uh, just go uh, to the field a couple of days ago and. Um, yeah, I heard the thought. Speaking of mowing, you should have mowed your field out there. I should have mowed my field. Yep, <laughs> yep. You don't really think about tall grass uh, in. The, we really don't have tall grass here in Arizona. <laughs> in the but desert. What we do have are weeds, and it has rained earlier this year. Uh, my yard is terrible. It's the worst it's ever looked because you know any type of heavy rain and it, if it soaks in, it just the the weeds just grow. They're crazy, and they do grow fairly high. And uh, I was out flying my little L39, uh, the EDF, and um, I'd flown it about three or four times. I took my battery charger out there, so I was just basically flying and charging, flying and charging. And uh, well, a couple of the guys at the field that are there, you know, rel- relatively often, they're like, you know, out there flying as well. And so I'm out, and the guy says, uh, "Hey, I'm doing a low pass," and he comes by like above everybody's head, and I go, "That was a low pass. That's not a low pass." So I came down like right above the runway and uh, they're like, Ooh, that was low. And I'm like, yeah, if you're going to say low pass, get, you know, get down in the weeds. And they're like, Oh, well, how low can you go? And I said, well, I could probably hit some of those weeds. So I came down full throttle as fast as this thing was coming out of a dive. And I leveled off and you could hear the, you could hear the weeds going against the wingtip as I was going by right up until it caught the big weed <laughs> and the tip tank caught onto a big, you know, stiff weed that was all wrapped up and that airplane hit the deck. I mean, perfectly level. And all you heard was this, what, you know, <laughs> and, and I thought, Oh, criminy. And, and the airplane literally bounced, went in the air and started to roll. And uh, I still had control, so I just rolled it all the way over and then set it right down in the grass. And everybody was like, oh, man, you destroyed your airplane. And I go, I don't think so. I think it's in pretty good pretty good condition because it's still sitting upright. And I didn't have the landing gear or the flaps down or any of that stuff. So as I walked over there, I just kind of pushed the throttle up, and all I could hear was it going. <laughs> so... When it hit the ground, it sucked up a rock and totally ate every single blade of my EDF. I mean, it stripped it down to where there was not one blade left. I will post a picture on our Facebook page, but there was nothing left of that that EDF. Now, Mike, I just now, have a question did, for you real quick. Sure. Uh, I feel like uh, what you probably said was, here, hold my beer. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if yeah, you didn't know, notice that about I, Mike, he's I always had a little that, problem but... with uh, peer pressure. Uh, hey, Mike, uh-huh. do this. Hey, Mike, Mike, you'll eat it. All that exactly. kind of stuff. So it's you know, luckily it does, hasn't hurt him too bad in his professional career as a you know airline. Yeah, that's captain. true. Hey, you think you can land on that <laughs> on that runway over there? <laughs> I, can I do actually it. that happened one time, just one time, real quick story. We were in the simulator, <laughs> and uh, when we're in the simulator, we're doing uh, some work you know t- take off landings approaches that kind of thing and and we were somewhere in florida because they can put you anywhere in the world to do these and uh off the coast you could see these lights and i was like hey what is that out there and they said oh that's an aircraft carrier i'm like hey can we fly out there and they're like yeah so we had a few minutes in the sand we went out there and uh i was like hey can i land on the carrier and they're like no you can't land on the carrier nobody can land on the carrier it's a big airline thing you know you're not going to get that thing on the carrier i'm like i bet i can and they're like, no, nobody's done it. I'm like, I bet I can. <laughs> so I set up and uh, 
and got it all the way to where actually we had to do a view outside like a computer because the nose wheel was sitting right on the edge of the back tail. I mean, I got it stopped, but the nose was just about to fall over. And had there been, uh, and I will tell you, he bumped the wind up for me, so I was able to kind of, you know, slow way down. But uh, I did. Yeah, by 200 miles an hour. (laughs) Yeah, I was was going really slow. But uh, they were all like, you know, woohoo, somebody actually finally did it. Because most guys will just come in there and just, and and they're like, were you a Navy guy? And I'm like, nope, I just play a lot of computer games. But that was kind of funny. So, but anyway, back to my L thirty nine. It did uh, tear the. It broke the wing tank off, so that's broken half. Uh, and it um, it popped the when it hit the ground. It, it hit hard enough to pop the canopy off. So the canopy has a little rock chip in it. You know, kind of cracked it and broke a little piece out. Uh, but other than that, um, I think it broke an aileron. Um, Clevis. Uh, control. No, the clevis. Yeah, the rod, actually. It broke the rod because it's a ball link, and the ball link portion uh, broke, so it won't hold on anymore. So I basically came home, and I was a little depressed. I was like, eh, it's going to be a little spackling work. But the top part of it's fine, not a scratch. And uh, and the bottom part just looks like it's kind of been, what what Jay says, 60-grit sandpapered <laughs> right on the bottom. Looks like uh, it's been through the weeds. <laughs> it Literally. does. As a matter of fact, it, uh, one of the wings I showed Jay, one of the wings is all green where the weeds were hitting it as it was going by it had a couple of weeds stuck in it so but they were all uh they were all giving me the you know high fives and oh my gosh that was awesome and we're sorry about your plane and I'm like yeah it's okay so uh, I've already made my motion RC order it's uh, I just got notification today that it got delivered I mean that it got shipped so Mike's doing his part uh, to keep up our economy those motion I guys am. that is correct. no problem keeping yeah. their business open I will give a shout out though. I mean, that airplane has probably been through um, a couple of you know wrecks. I, I've crashed in the desert twice, and mostly because I fly that thing. I probably have five hundred flights on that airplane, and not only me, but everybody that I bring out here, they get to fly it as well. So Mike has flown it, Jay has flown it. Um, you know, there's like half a dozen other guys that have come visited me that have got to you know turn on the sticks, and <clears throat> it's a really great airplane. I mean, I really have a good time with it. And uh, in hindsight, having everybody fly it and do all the sooners, I probably shouldn't have custom painted it the way I did because now every time I have to fix it, I have to redo the custom paint. So that's kind of – luckily for me this time, it's all on the bottom, so I only have to paint that white. But the top part is that multicolor blue, and um, it's it's troublesome. So, But I did get, uh, you know, I did get a, a couple of, you know, thumbs up that I actually got as low as I could go. But now I have to replace the uh, – tur- the the EDF blade on my uh, on my L thirty nine, so on its way. Then we'll be back, we'll be back in the air. I'll put some spackling on it, some paint on it, and it'll look it'll look fine. But until it's the next time. Fun. What's that? I said until the next time. Yeah. Well, the I will tell you that before there's another guy out there at the field that has one too, and uh, they were out flying it, and uh, he's a little more. Um, free thinker. I, I don't know how to say that, but he, he's a little more, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I'd he, suggest moving on risk- to that before you offend somebody. Well, no, I'm just saying that he, he, <laughs> he takes a little more liberties in the way he treats his equipment, I guess is the better yeah. way to say it. But, uh, they, he was out flying it. We were flying and, uh, I did some kind of a nose up tumble or something. And they, uh, they were egging him on to do something. And so one of the guys said, Hey, do a full throttle, uh, blender. And if you don't know what a blender is, basically they go way up high. They put the nose to the ground, they start an aileron roll. And then as they get fast, uh, fast speed, they'll do an outside snap roll to an inverted flat spin. Well, normally you do that with no power. And then you add power when you transition from the, the, the aileron roll into the inverted flat spin. So you're adding power at the last second to get it to spin around. And the guys in the 3D world do it all the time, and it's really cool looking, but it's really hard on the airplane. So they had talked him into doing this, and they said, but don't do it at idle power. Do it at full power. So he takes this EDF up, you know, four or five mistakes high, and puts it in a nose down at full throttle. And he's rolling this thing at the ground full throttle in about, eh, Maybe 50 to a 75 feet in the air, he goes into the 
you know, the inverted flat spin part. And all of us thought for sure he was going to just pancake this thing into the ground. It whipped into that, that inverted uh, blender so fast. And now it's like, how do you fly out of it? Because you've got all this downward momentum towards the ground, but now you have to transition to get out of it to go left and right. And man, he came really close to the ground and we were like, woohoo, you know, <laughs> we just, like do it again, you know? So he went up and did it again, but this time he didn't come down so low. He had to actually, you know, kind of, um, get, get a little bit ahead of it so that it didn't just, you know, do nothing, you know, d- didn't just smack into the ground. So I will say Jay that I didn't succumb to uh, peer pressure because they were egging me to do the same thing. And I opted not to do that. So oh, you I, finally. Yeah, he I can learn. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but they let another guy do it. And the other guy, uh, he waited a little too late and uh, came out of it inverted, went right past the, uh, you know, the fence line where we were all standing. We thought he was going to go underneath the the roof line where everybody was standing, but he actually wound up pitching it inverted over it. And then it kind of went through two poles and he flew it out, but he was way behind over by the parked cars and we were all yelling at him, you know, get out of the pits, you know, and he's just trying to hang on to that thing because it got away from him. But we were having a good time and we thought for sure that that thing was just going to auger in the ground, but it luckily it didn't. So, so we had a good time. And so now I have that to build uh, and I did get my uh, MXS back up and running. Uh, I finally got the uh, parts in for that. I put it back together and just made it uh, yesterday, actually. Oh, so. uh, Phil Timmons, what, what what you did to that plane? Um, so yeah, I think we talked about it last time. If you didn't listen to the podcast, I you know I bought a new MXS from uh, E Flight, and uh, we we ordered them as a big group from uh, Tim up at uh, Northwest RC Super Tim. Brought them down to the Electric Festival, and uh, we all had you know different versions. But I got the Baby Metal MXS. And uh, I put it all together, went out, flew it. Flies fantastic. I love the way it flies. Uh, and then right at the last second, um, the la- one or two flights before uh, this one, something happened and the motor uh, disconnected. And so I lost the motor, and I was thinking, well, this isn't, you know, something's not right with this. So I kind of put everything together, back together, and I uh, went and flew it. I did a knife edge spin to a in, to an inverted flat spin, and when I got to the inverted flat spin, um, or during the knife edge portion, we heard a pop, 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 and the capacitors actually shot off of the the ESC. So I literally lost all control, and I watched this thing just spire, you know, just spin right into the ground. Well, luckily for me, I got a Demon Cortex on it, and so the Demon, when I came out, just stabilized everything until the power went out, but then it just kept it where it was. So it actually literally just fluttered to the ground like a leaf. And it broke the motor box, and it crushed the rudder. But that was it. That was it. Uh, oh, and the canopy. The canopy wasn't really, nothing was wrong with it until I, it had a big dent in it. But when I released the pressure from the dent, like I pushed it to think it would go, the whole front of it popped in half. So it was all under pressure, and it cracked. So I ordered a new rudder, and I ordered a new uh, canopy. And then I went ahead and took uh, Liberty after watching uh, Spencer put some of his airplanes back together and I rebuilt the whole motor box, uh, with some popsicle sticks and some CA glue and, uh, you know, a couple of, uh, I just basically, you know, kind of looked at the photo of I had before when I was building it and I create, I took a popsicle stick and on my sander and I just, you know, made it look just like the other one. And then I glued it right into place and everything went back, uh, perfect. So I took it out yesterday and flew it. Um, I was up flying it. I did the same maneuver and the motor quit. So when I came back down, sure enough, the, the <laughs> Some little people don't learn. Little, I know, right? Stop but it's, doing that maneuver. It's something with, Come on. Well, you know, I don't know, but it, I don't, I can't figure out why it's coming out of the motor. It's one of the three wires that actually goes into the into the electronic speed controller, the ESC, and um, it's 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 one of them, and they're big. They're like five point five millimeter, um, you know, plugs. So it just it just backs out, and I don't know why. Um, because I've got the wires all, you know, tied in where they're not, you know, flopping around and, and it must be just something in that maneuver that causes a strain for it to, to kind of move. And we thought maybe the ESC was moving backwards, but it's actually strapped into a tray that's actually zip tied to the, to the, you know, the airplane itself. So it's not moving anywhere. Um, so now what I did is I actually took electrical tape and I just taped everything, all the wires onto it. And so that if it comes out, I'll be really surprised, but it felt a lot better when I flew it after I taped it all up because it, you know, I got good throttle response. And I, 
I basically stuck a screwdriver in there and kind of made the prongs because it's kind of prongish, you know, to when it fits together. So I made them tighter, so it was really hard to kind of get it in, and hopefully that'll stay. But I was really happy with it, and, uh, you know, it's got some dings and scratches, and it's not perfect anymore, but it, it flies really well. I like sure. it. It flew real well. I I thought I was going to lose my uh, Nano Talon when I was out flying the other day. I... I have never had this happen to me. You know, you, I was flying FPV, so I'm I'm under the goggles, and I'm flying straight down the runway. I pass by myself, and I've got a dual diversity or a diversity receiver on my goggles. I've got a, a patch antenna for directional, and I've got a, a pretty good omnidirectional antenna on as well. And the screen goes black. Just immediately black. No, no, got nothing. And I thought, oh, no. But I knew where I was. Fortunately, I didn't freak out. I flipped my goggles up and I you didn't do a up Frank. To, no, I didn't do a Frank. I looked <laughs> I up to my right and I and I see it. I, you know, the, the airplane's only like 40 feet over the runway. I mean, it was just I was just running straight down the runway. And huh. I must have gotten in the cone of silence. That's the only thing I could think of. Oh that, yeah, sure. Because I I flew it back line of sight and landed, and then checked and it it was working fine. So, uh, you know, the antenna was mm. was fine on the transmitter. The transmitter was still secure. Everything. So I don't know the video transmitter was secure. So I I don't know what happened, uh, but it seems to be seems to be working fine now so i'm hoping that doesn't happen to me again because it was a this this is one of my favorite airplanes it's not super expensive to replace fortunately if i had to but um they did uh they did just come out with a well not i don't know whether it just came out but they have a new version of it which has a bay that you can put a um um a gopro in it and it, and it points okay. down, so you could do you could do some aerial mapping and stuff like that if you wanted to, with that airplane. And it's a small airplane. I <laughs> I don't. You want to talk or have you have you teased with uh, who your guest might be next time? But um, no, okay, not yet. But you can let the cat out of the bag if you uh, want. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't know whether I'm stealing their thunder or not, but uh, ZOHD yeah. may be on the next time you hear the the podcast so maybe so um but yeah the, it's a neat airplane and all of the the wings pop off um they have a mechanical linkage for the ailerons and the aileron servos are in the fuselage uh and the rudder same rudders are the same way so um you know you can you can take the thing apart and it makes it very small and very very easy to transport so if you have a small car or something like that uh, or you you want to throw it in for vacation or whatever? This would be a great airplane to to take. This is the one that you travel with, right, Mike? You travel with that uh, one, right? the Nano Talon, yeah, 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 the Nano Talon. Yeah, that's okay. what we're talking about. So, right? so, so, um, the, the, what's going to happen though is we're just going to that part of the podcast is going to be like silence. You're going to be like, and so what we're going to talk about is, and then it's just going to be silent. <laughs> that's right, exactly. That's three minutes, three minutes guessing. of silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or we'll just do the thing with daylight beep. You know, it's no, I'm excited cool. to hear that because they've got some really neat airplanes. I've also got a dart that's sitting behind me a little ways uh, that I have to finish wiring up to uh, right. for the FPV gear. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to flying that one as well. They they just they're nice flying airplanes. They're there's nothing super sure. spectacular about them, but they also fly nicely. And uh, you know, I haven't had any trouble with them. Good. So. Yeah, the biggest thing I like about them is that you can break them apart, throw them back in the box that you get, you got, you know, the KMT yeah. in, and you can carry it mm-hmm. on the airplane because both uh, AK Mike and myself, we've traveled out to Mike's uh, place out in Arizona, and are easy to get on a plane, easy to you know put together. Uh, that's the big thing I like about their yeah. their brand. Yep. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a neat airplane. Or, you know, the the Nano Talon is the. I'm looking forward to the Dart. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that does. I haven't looked into any of their bigger stuff. Uh, these the two airplanes I have are pretty small, right? But um, don't forget, it takes a twenty two hundred. Oh, yeah, that's right, twenty two hundred. I have not flown with a twenty two hundred, but the the Nano Talon, I put a eight minute timer on my transmitter, and I come down at uh, what is it like? It's 
I think it's over 11 volts, uh, you know, battery yeah, voltage. So I could fly probably another another seven, eight minutes uh, if I wanted to with it. So That's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. So, I, I don't, yeah, we just I gotta, don't flog it real hard either, though. Right. So. And uh, and we did get a message from uh, those guys, and uh, they've actually got some new battery uh, technology, some new batteries out too. So um, hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to touch base with them and see what uh, what that's all about. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that as well. So, well, uh, Jay, did you get out the field and fly at all? Or I, I didn't guys, get out uh, to the field, but I I've got in my backyard. Oh. So I've grabbed you some flying ho- in your backyard. I, well, yeah, I. Uh, I grabbed some of, you know, Mike, when Mike was down, we were flying his uh, crack jack in my backyard. Oh, that's right. So that right. just got me to, you know, get some of the planes down and, and, you know, off the shelf over there. And I got some of my smaller ones and I've been playing with them. And so just before we, we came on, I grabbed one of my small gliders. Um, actually, it's um, it's from, uh, it's called a Weekender, the Hawkeye mm-hmm. Weekender. And uh, yeah. it's uh, from uh, Mike, uh, a.k.a. Mike, who's the, who are the guys we just bought the, uh, like you bought your the plane that I crashed out at Holly Springs. Uh, oh, multiplex. Oh, multiplex. Yeah, it's made by multiplex. Yeah, yeah, it's a multiplex. So I, I had gotten that plane for like twenty five dollars or twenty bucks. So um, it's just a little glider, a little beginner glider type of thing. And of course, I was flying it in the backyard. It was kind of fun. The wind came up, um, and then I just started noticing all the the problems that I didn't like about it. So you know, I started modifying it a little bit. So. Uh, mm. Next why, thing I know, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I know. I cut the tail off, and then you know, and then I said, "Well, you know, the wings need to be longer to be more gliderish." I'm making air quotes that nobody can see. You know, gliderish, and so uh, that's what I'm working on now is to lengthen the wing and um, just get the tail surfaces, uh, you know, not to be so stiff. So that's basically what I was doing. Just got inspired to do that just like five minutes before we went on air. So, oh well, there you go. See, he's. Uh... <laughs> I got some topics for you. Five minutes ago, I just picked this up. <laughs> you know, this, I don't know whether anybody else has had felt like this, but that that NPRM with the uh, you know flight ID stuff sure. really kind of knocked me for a loop as far as RC goes. I I I got to the point where I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just get rid of all my stuff. I I, I seriously that was going through my head because I feel like. I feel like they're just piling on because of the yeah. multi-rotor, yeah. you know, and it's not, it's not all multi-rotor flyers either. It's the, it's a lot of the DJI phantom type people who mm. just don't know any better. Right. Well, there's, you know, my wife went out to last night, uh, last night, night before. Anyway, it was sometime this couple of nights ago. And, uh, anyway, I have a little dog. She got up and you know, the dog had to go out to use the facilities. And so she let him out and she's standing on our back porch and then she comes running in, and she's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And I'm like, "What? It's in the middle of the night. It's like two a.m." She's like, "Yeah, there's a, a, you know, like a drone flying over the house." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" So sure enough, you know, there's somebody in the in this area that has one, and it's a, like a DJI Mini or Mavic or whatever it is. And yeah, they're flying. They fly it. It's two a.m. and they're flying it. And so I was telling my neighbor about it because I asked him if uh, if he saw it, and he goes, "You know what?" They're probably looking for the one that's sitting in our next door neighbor's yard because it's been sitting there. That they crashed one. It's <laughs> been sitting in his yard for like a month. And he goes, "I told him about it because it was like you know down in between the fence area between his fence and my neighbor's fence." And uh, he's like, he finally went and got it. And I was like, "Oh man, I should go over there, you know, and uh, and see if I could, you know, figure out who owns it or if it's got you know I could download whatever you know, <laughs> see the guy putting his uh, battery in or whatever." Uh, but yeah, I guess he might be out looking for it and I don't know, but, uh, but there are people that do, you know, kind of go outside the law. What Mike calls it, uh, what do you call it, Mike? Um, bandit flying, something flying, bandit flying. Yeah. He's kind of coining the term bandit flying, but, um, I, but you know, I don't what? know. I, I, I just, I, I was curious whether any of you guys were feeling kind of the same mm. defeated, I guess is sort of how I was no. feeling about it. Uh, no, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. Government. The reason the reason I don't because you know not to say I'm a nonconformist, but I kind of am. As much as I work for the government, as much as I don't like the government in a sense, and I just for things like this, it's almost I'm almost to the point of I will not comply. I, yeah, you know, it's a it's a radical thing to say, but sometimes you have to do that in order to make 
the government perk up and go, hey, we we made this law, we made this whatever, but nobody's complying. And and, yeah. and to give you an example of such, okay, so you remember back uh, with this particular crew that we have, I know you guys will remember this, um, but in the early 70s, and uh, everybody had to have a CB radio, and that was just like everybody everybody was CB stuff and, you know, breaker, breaker. Well, the FCC, you know, you were supposed to have a license. You were supposed to. Yeah, that's true. You just couldn't right. go out and get a CB radio, and then it became the craze, and everybody went out and got a CB radio and was doing their thing, and they were powerless. But they were making rules to stop people from doing stuff, and where did that go? Nowhere. Well, that's how that's how I'm going to practice my social distancing. I'm going to socially distance myself <laughs> from those rules. There you go. <laughs> I feel like they're a that's virus. Really good. You know, there's a lot of people flying FPV that do not have a ham license either. Uh, and that's true. And and that was brought to our attention way back, you know, when we first got started. Yeah. Um, you know, Doug Leroy brought that to our attention. But, yeah. you know, here, here's another thing is that, and people don't really realize this, but t- typical government fashion, uh, somebody is driving this, right? This is not necessarily the entire FAA. Th- oh, this is, no, this is a small exactly group. Right. A small group with inside the FA that somebody says, "Hey, you know what? This is going to be a good idea." Or some, you know, some corporation said, "Hey, we need this, and and we need you to do this." I don't think like it's even coming else, from inside the FAA. I and think it might not. I think it's coming from some industry groups like Amazon and no, absolutely uh, the True. the ones that I, are wanting to do the drone delivery and things, right? You know, and I've also and, heard, and I agree with that. I've, I, I've I agree heard with that helicopter associations yeah. are pretty yeah, they pretty hostile low. to but they're flying in that same airspace right you know right but but here's the problem is that typical you know government program they they get a lot of traction and then the guy that's in charge of it gets promoted or retires or moves to a different job and the project just gets dropped even though they went through all this trouble i've seen it happen more than once and i've been in this industry a long time and you know, it, it just and Jay can testify to that, too, because he was on the government side and and it, it just happens that way. You know, I mean, somebody will grab this and if they if they've got enough uh, a bite into it in a short enough period of time and they don't need two or three years to do a study like this is starting to look like uh, they don't they're not going to have to read 50,000, which is kind of depressing. It should have been four million. But they, you know, they, they have to read every one of these letters, respond to them and do all that other stuff. At some point in there, the guy's going to go, I'm moving to a different job. You can have all this. And the, ne- the next guy in line is going to go, wait, I got to start from scratch and read 40,000, you know, 50,000 emails again. So, so I, I think that you heard a lot about it. It's going to kind of go into this little black hole. And then we may hear about it again two years later when they go, hey, we finally caught up to, you know, where this is. Technology's kind of fine here. And, and I think we'll be at a little bit different place uh, at that point. But I, 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 I think I you're right. The, the one thing that, you know, is encouraging to me is I think it was Josh Bixler was talking on, on uh, Flight Test that mm-hmm. he had spoken to somebody from the FAA and they actually asked him to come to Washington and talk to him about it. He right. is an incredible spokesman for the hobby. Uh, you know, he's incredibly charismatic and uh, just a just an all around nice guy. If you've if you ever met him, sure. uh, just incredibly nice guy. And I think you know we may see some good come of that because the way they had the that NPR worded NPRM worded it it was going to kill the hobby. Well, and I think you have a lot of money behind this too, right? I oh, mean, yeah. there's, there's, it would basically kill an industry, and you can't really do that. And right. I think that there's enough lawyers. I mean, Jay and I and Mike all know lawyers that fly RC. You know, I mean that that's what they do for a living, and they come out here, and it's kind of their, you know, all these lawyers that they got together. It wouldn't take much. I mean, you know, five or six really, really dedicated lawyers to go do all the legwork on it and donate that time. You know, next thing you know, it's in front of the Supreme Court and the, you know, FAA is kind of going, well, you know, we tried to try to get well, it done. But and take a, the FAA lost that that lawsuit, sure the, the one attorney, and he was like an insurance yeah. attorney. He, he didn't even specialize right. in what he was suing right. him over, but it worked. Um, but but then, well, you know, I it think all stayed enough... kind of the same anyway, because Congress. 
put the yeah. that verbiage into the law then. Right, right. But well, anyway. I think just uh, with this COVID-19, uh, the way things are kind of going right now and the way the government's moving and everybody's just kind of on edge, um, this is just a good time to go out and relax and fly. Don't be a Frank and get yeah. all hyper and, and you know, out <laughs> of control. Don't be a Frank. No. This is uh, this is a time to just relax, go out, have a good time. We were laughing, even even when I hit the ground with my L thirty nine, bounced it. Uh, we were still laughing because it was you know it was fun, and it, and it you know stuff like that happens, and you know that airplane is is meant to go out and have a really really good time with. You know it's not my it's not my F fifteen turbine, but it's you know it's a fun airplane and it's easily fixable. So. I, I think everybody should take this time, especially with the weather getting good and uh, getting better, I guess. And the social distancing at the field is, has been working really well. Uh, you know, the tables are far enough apart. We're kind of every other table. The pilot stations are at least 10 or 15 feet apart. You know, it's not like it's really loud for us. So we don't have a lot of, you know, loud noises going on. So we can chit-chat or sit in the chairs and kind of talk. So it's been a good time for me and, and the other guys that are there. We all have a good time. Heck, I'm an engineer. I've been social distancing for decades. There you go. <laughs> so, Tim, real quick, uh, is there any planes you're going for the summer? Getting ready for the summer? Any any one project or anything you're you're working on? You know, the the Dart is one that I really want to get going. The other one is I sort of inherited a, a senior telemaster uh, oh, several that. years ago, and I would like to get that flying. The guy that that I got it from crashed it and uh you know broke the broke the vertical off of it it's not not a huge repair but it's just one of those things that i've just never gotten around to and i would love to instrument that with you know a pitot tube and all kinds of fun stuff put some fpv gear on it and have you know kind of a heads up display on it that's that's kind of my my on my wish list of of stuff to that do would be cool just, well, there you go. You, you can uh, join join in with Jay because he's pointing to his in the background right there, and uh, he's going to put lights on his and make it a night flyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he he inherited super the super night flyer. Thing. Yeah. So, I'm, I, and I'm assuming that when you were talking about putting cameras, that was uh, that was with a Z, making it plural, three or four cameras on it. Because I mean, you <laughs> can carry is that old plural analog plural Sony cameras in a Telemaster. So, well, that that is true, yeah. and I, I may. I, there would be one FPV camera, but there there will probably be more. I think I'm going to do it in stages so that I can, you know, incrementally and make it make each each thing work properly before I move if, on. To if the I next could step. suggest a thing for a camera, there happens to be a nice. Uh, I think it's uh, a one by fifty or one by one hundred zoom camera that's out yeah. there that you can hook up for FPV. Okay. So it's a it's a, a little expensive, but. That plane could carry it, but it's my money, so who cares, right? Oh, right. That's right. right. Jay is very good so, at spending your money. Trust I, me, I, I am. I am. We'd but like to encourage you stuff for it. Uh, yeah, we were so, we were known. As, I'm known as an an enabler. Uh, yes, we all. You know, yeah. well, I I we went out uh, sat last Saturday flying, and uh, one of the one of one other guy in my club was there, so we were we were flying, and he. He watched me fly the the UMX Timber. He goes, man, now I'm going to have to buy one of those. And it's, it's terrible. And then I let him <laughs> I shoot the, the rifle that I brought out, and he was like, man, now I'm going to have to buy one of these. I, <laughs> so, I usually say yeah. I'm a muse. I help other people aspire yeah. to greater things. Yeah, so, that's, it's not an go. enabler. You're a muse. You just okay. mm-hmm. you you open up that inner thing that just says to them, I have to do that too. So. And let me tell you, he has honed his skill with me. Trust me. We, we've known this is this has been a thirty some odd year project for Jay. He's he is razor sharp when it comes to it. Hey, yeah. Mike, I was thinking the other day. I'm like, what? Next thing I know, I've got five items on in route to my house, and I'm like, what? What am I doing with this? I I, I don't even know why this is coming. Yep. But he just knows my personality, so he's good at it. And now he's got my wife involved too. So, like well, yeah. for my birthday, he got me a reloader, and he got her to give me some reloading stuff. So the next thing you know, I'm in my room all squished out with reloading stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> you got to stay away from that guy. Yeah, I'm. We're not even going to start talking about reloading. <laughs> it's a whole nother podcast. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's trying to find, pri- find primers right now is a, is a uh, chore. I know exactly. Jay yeah. looks like a nice guy, but he is insidious. 
Yes, he oh, is insidious. I, I picked that up the last time I was on the show, so that's why we're best of friends now. I, I am right. what I am. I never tried to be something I'm not, gentlemen. So. <laughs> it's like that Beatles tune, the minute you let him under your skin. You know, yeah. It's, it's just right there. He's there. Well, we love him anyway. Well, man, I uh, was looking at the clock, and our hour looks like it's uh, pretty much up. It's flown by. It go? Okay. Yeah, I know, right? It's just crazy. So, Mike, we never really got to you. Did you do any flying? Or uh, you did no, some paramoting. No, I did, do it, I did some paramoting. Um, but uh, one yeah. thing I did do was print some 3D parts because of my excellent skill at crashing the get cracked jack in Chase backyard. Um, oh. I, uh, I had to build some... Uh, uh, I would call them reinforced. Uh, so I just made some flat pieces, 3D printed some flat pieces. Uh, yeah, I was going to say some planks. Actually, that plane is... <laughs> some planks. That plane is going to probably dent the ground now. I mean, I don't think it'll break anymore <laughs> because it seems All pretty right. solid. So it's it was well, kind yeah. of wiggly even before I broke it, but after I broke it, it was even more wiggly. So now, now it's... Oh, I'm sure. Now it's a good shape. Well, I will tell you that uh, Barry uh, here, he has been printing like madman, a uh, bunch of 3D parts. He got a new Ender 3D uh, printer. And uh, so now you've been printing, Jay's been printing, everybody's been printing 3Ds uh, stuff. So, um, I mean, I don't know. Tim, do you have a 3D printer as well? Or? You think I don't? <laughs> no, well, I, I don't know. I don't have one. I, 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 have, I don't have, I have one. fought it. Oh, you have more than one? So there you go. All right. <laughs> Speaking of 3D printer stuff, uh, I will tell you that Jay sent out an, a message just the other day that uh, one of our guests on a previous podcast uh, has his website up now, at 3D Arrow Ventures. And, oh, that's uh, right. He's got some of the stuff. You know, yeah, so, his, his website's um, up. His, he has uh, uh, yep. three planes on, on his website. And I felt like that's his, right. uh, his yeah. plans for that Xfinity wing that he did was, were reasonable. It was uh, only 30 bucks for the, for yep. the yeah. files. And uh, I just need to go over to Jay's house and uh, print that whole thing out because I don't have a printer that there will print There you go, because <laughs> your printer has to be a little bigger. So there you go. But uh, that's fantastic that it, they're able to do that. Well, Tim, we are so excited that you joined us tonight. Uh, we know that you're a busy guy and, uh, and hold up in your little uh, your world over there. But uh, it is always exciting to have a special guest on, and you are welcome any time to come uh Come hang out with us on the Park Flyer podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I I would have honestly, I would have been happy to come on sooner, but I didn't have anything to talk about flying wise. So, <laughs> <laughs> thought, well, I, okay, now that I've actually flown something, I can actually talk about flying again. You know, that really well, hasn't see, stopped us go, before. So, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I, there's been yeah. weeks where there's been months uh, on the on the AOA and and Crash Castle was like that too. But I. You know when I'm when I'm going to guest speak, I guess I should probably have flown within the last little bit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when I flew last year, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. we don't care. Well, just one of your, fly one of your night yeah. drones and do that. And call, call it good. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I've, I've kind of stopped flying the multi rotors at this point. It's <gasps> oh, yeah, I, it's yeah. not that I'm anti anything. I just I don't know. It, fixed wing is kind of my my game. So I'm going to go yeah, back. You know, I'm going to go waves, back. I'm sorry with that 3D printer stuff. I'm going to go back to oh, yeah. building my uh uh that X what was that what was that plane X11 or something that it was basically a a VTOL airplane. Oh, the tilt rotor. Yeah, yeah the VTOL. tilt rotor. And I, and oh, I, yeah, the tilt rotor. Uh, and now that I have can print 3D printed parts, I'll be able to do things I couldn't uh, do before. So I'm I'm right. uh, I'm uh, excited about that get doing that again, trying to build that again, so I could solidify the frame so it doesn't vibrate as much, Funny make things be right. you know uh, adjustable so I can move around if they're not in the right spot, etc. And I think that'll be a lot better. Well, yeah. uh, if you decide to do that, or and if you, it sounds like you are, then make sure you document it and take some photos, send them to us, and we can throw them on the website and or on oh, the, yeah, the website. Pictures? <laughs> we don't need no stinking pictures. Uh, we need pictures. So, well, if you're a listener on our uh, Facebook listeners group, go ahead and post. Uh, we've gotten uh, way more members, so we're continuing to increase in membership, and we appreciate your uh, patronage there. Uh, Parkfirepodcast.com. Donate if you can. Uh, help us uh, with some of our uh, our costs. Uh, if you uh, are have been listening at the very beginning of this, we mentioned that we were going to have a phone number. We'll roll that out hopefully sometime in the near future uh, where you can call and uh, leave some remarks. Uh, we're looking forward to interacting with our uh, listeners as we uh, get you know, I further think, into I the think summer. We're get, I so. think we should call them back. 
I think I think we should. We will. I, I think we should too. But uh, you know, we can always hear their voice and have them say, "Hey, you know, one thing or another," and then we'll uh, we'll get them on the show. So, uh, I, and I think as the summer rolls in, we got a couple of uh, really good guys that are lined up that uh, have agreed to come on the show, and uh, and I think we got a good lineup for uh, for the, the next few weeks. So. And, of course, you know, once again, Tim joined us. I'm sure he'll be back on sooner rather than later. Yeah, he still owes us money. I think so. <laughs> you're welcome anytime. Well, uh, that pretty much wraps it up for us. Uh, if you're sequestered, once again, go out and buy a plane, get it delivered, build it, let us know all about it. So uh, those of us that are kind of in the house and, uh, and focusing on uh, what we need to do is uh, either building like Jay or flying like me or whatever Mike's doing, 3D printing stuff, you know, and, uh, and tell us what you, tell us what you're doing in your world, uh, while you're stuck inside. So, well, that pretty much wraps it up for this, uh, this podcast. Holy smokes. It's just going by so fast. I can't believe it's, uh, rolling into the last part of April and summer's going to be here any second. And I don't look forward to summer here because it's really hot. So, uh, you chose to live in Arizona. Yeah, that's built season. That's built, for me, built season, right? Guys. But I don't know. Maybe I'll take a trip and come down CJ and we can uh, go fly in his, his nice, uh, humid weather as opposed to the heat up here. So, uh, Mike as well. Well, from Michael here in Arizona, Jay from the hills of Texas, and AK Mike in Texas, and our special guest, Tim, in North Carolina. We welcome you. All righty, we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. We're trying to uh, actually update uh, the way we work and do things, and uh, we've, we've tried really hard. So who's the new guy? That ain't me. That ain't He's got me. two thumbs and he's the guy. Defender. That's me. It's, it's on silent. It rang uh-huh. on my oh, that's funny. Oh, wow. That's really funny. Came through. That's the stand. Okay, start that again. Try that again. Uh, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Start so we, new things.